Welcome to the Calm Nights, Strong Days podcast. With over 30 years in the health and wellness industry, I've realized there's no one-size-fits-all solution for sleep and stress resilience. What affects one person's sleep and ability to handle stress is different for each of us. The stage of life you're in, work and home stressors, your DNA, genetics, upbringing, social life, and more all affect how your body handles stress and your quality of life. Join me as we explore a variety of tools, strategies, and solutions I've employed with clients over the years in solo episodes, as well as insightful interviews and experts. Together, we'll unravel more pieces of the puzzle, empowering you on your journey to calm nights and strong days. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode 23 of the Burnout Expert podcast. We are going to be diving today into whether you should leave or stay in a toxic workplace, in a toxic job, or a job that has put you into burnout. Now, where this is coming from, partly, is the last episode where we spoke with Gyla Greenlee, where she was the CEO of a company, and she found that The CEO before her was very toxic. And because of that toxicity, it did put her in burnout. Although she did speak that it was not the only thing that precipitated to her burnout. And then once she became CEO, she found that she had some of the burnout symptoms, the short fuse, needing to control things, um, just being more frustrated with things, which can come across to those that worked under her at times as being a little toxic. Now, that being said, from meeting her and from things that she has told us, this was not the entire way that she was the CEO. It was just pieces of it. And she worked then to get herself out of burnout. And once she was out of burnout, she started to see how she was a little bit short, how she was a little more frustrated, how she got annoyed easier, how she needed to control things around her. And it made a big difference into how she handled herself after that, as well as starting to set boundaries on what she took on and what she did. This did lead her down another pathway to an entirely different career, of which it's interesting um, as many that I've interviewed and that I am interviewing, there is this trend where many do go through burnout. They realized a lot of what put them into burnout and they start making changes, which then brings them down into a different passion or a different career. This doesn't occur with everybody. And I there, there's many that I do work with where they still do have that passion for the job. They love the job that they do. They cannot imagine themselves doing anything else. But when they do come to me and ask ever if I feel that they should leave the job because of how toxic their work environment is. The first thing I say to anyone, anyone at all, 
is to try to take the steps to get out of burnout yourself. <clears throat> so when you're trying, and the reason is, is that as Gyla expressed, when you're in burnout, and as you've heard from many of the other guests in here, I know I've experienced myself, we are struggling with the day-to-day -day of things. We're struggling with things at home. We're struggling with things at work just to get our day-to-day -day done. More and more at work starts frustrating us. We tend to be more sensitive to things around us. We also, because we're maybe not aware of all of the signs of burnout, aren't aware that some that are that we are feeling are being toxic in our workplace are actually really burnt out themselves and they're short fused, they're controlling things, they're frustrated by everything and they're micromanaging because of that, not because that's who they are. So this is kind of twofold into, into this. The first thing is, is I would say definitely to dive into your own burnout. Now, there are definitely, Definitely some steps to be putting into place of where you set boundaries, how much you can put on your plate. And there might be, you might be in such a deep depth of burnout that the regular day-to-day -day of the job might be too fast paced for you right now. So if it's possible, depending on your situation, depending on what's going on, if it's possible to take a leave, <coughs> and start really putting in the steps. If you can take that leave and start putting in those steps, then you may find that once you have enough resilience in your body, once you have enough energy, once you have enough focus and brain power, that you're able to get a lot of the stuff that's thrown at you every day on the job done faster, um, better quality, and and the things that were stressing you out before are not now. I have worked with many as well that continue to work throughout us working on their burnout. I've had many as well that are on medical leave out. So it really is individual to, first off, what you're able to do through your job, what you're financially able to do, where you are in your burnout, if there is PTSD involved in it as well, and how deep all of that is affecting you and affecting your day, you may need that leave to really focus on getting your whole body system mind back on track and getting yourself back on track. We, I've also worked with some where we've tried to throughout them working, especially with, with first responders and shift works. It depends. There was a time where, um, post COVID or during COVID that some that I was working with the neighboring stations and stuff were so short staffed that they were covering for another station as well. And the amount of hours that they were doing, some were doing five Some are still doing five in a row at busy stations, which means five days straight without being able to sleep through the night once. And that was pushing them further and further than their stress system was able to, that some of them did need to then go and take a leave because of the situation that was happening at work. So it is best to get us to a certain point in burnout 
before you decide if you want to leave your job or not. And then that's where I dive into the second piece that I was saying is that the person as well that may be toxic or the people, I would highly suggest if it's possible, I know you can definitely do this in services, is to go back and check and see what they used to be like. Did they used to be better team player? Did they used to be better at, well, not micromanaging? Did they need to always be in control? Were they better at their reports? Were they calmer? Were they better at communicating? If so, then it may suggest this person is really taxed themselves, which depending on your rapport with them could mean that you sit down with them and use crucial conversation skills that we spoke of in a past episode. I will put in the show notes what episode that was. Um, the crucial conversations and um, never split the difference. We talked about that in, a, in another episode. So what I would do first is find out if that person themselves is in burnout and you can use some of these skills to approach them. Now, some of, some of them are not approachable. Um, I do know that I work with a couple of clients currently who they've gotten out of their burnout and every once in a while, they'll come back to me for a random session where we start diving into some things that are going on at work. And one that I recently had as well, we were working with somebody who was toxic in their leadership above them. And we started breaking it down and trying to figure out, okay, how can we address this? And starting to figure out different strategies and ways to communicate differently with that person to not trigger them. Because we know that it's not us, like this individual knew it's not them. Some of their communication ways though, could have been refined in order to not trigger that individual and also start working at ways to figure out maybe what their love language is in order to start getting them to feel more appreciated in what they're doing because this individual themselves was already expressing things on how even in their position they weren't feeling appreciated and start building that trust between them to start maybe filtering some of this information about that they have learned about burnout now that is not always possible there are also depending on the size of your company the size of your service if you are able to move laterally, it depends too on your specialty and what you're doing. There are definitely going to be times where that individual above you either has so much traumas in them. And this is the thing to understand is when somebody is being very toxic, it's actually them protecting themselves from their past traumas. So and, and from crap that's going on with them and their burnout and how crappy they feel themselves. So if somebody is in that state and you have gotten yourself enough out of burnout in order to kind of take note of more of what's going on at work, you may notice that um, and, and a lateral move is not available for you to go maybe to a different leadership of which I would highly suggest to research the leadership that you're getting into, um, then that may be the time to exit and go search somewhere else. Definitely doing your due diligence as to who your boss would be to find out 
what the environment is there. How do they deal with conflict? How do they deal with um, training people? How is their communication? What is their policy on things? And finding out from the people that work for them, you, you have every right to ask to speak to the people that, that, would, that are already working in your position and to speak with the leadership as well before accepting a position. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend before you do make that step to leave a job to make sure that your shit is taken care of first, because that way you'll know, you'll be able to gauge how much of it was coming from you and how much of it truly is a toxic work environment. There are many toxic works environments out there. Thing is, is that what I do find as well is the more that people do get out of burnout and they start understanding more of the signs and symptoms, they start seeing more of that in the toxic person. And sometimes that takes the emotion out where that toxicity doesn't affect them um, the way that it used to. And they're, they're able to do their job the way that they want to, but that's not always possible. So what I would suggest for anybody is to definitely start getting out of burnout first and then assess the situation. Unless it's really, really, really toxic. If it's possible, take a leave. Take a leave to get out of that toxicity, to start healing yourself, and then start seeing what your options are. Even if you know 100% deep down that the option is that you will have to leave because of how toxic the leadership is, then at least see if you can get a paid leave for a while to get yourself back on track so that you can start making better decisions on where you want to go. You can also go into wherever you're going to go next without being in burnout, with your sleep back on track, with your energy on track, with your focus there, so that wherever you do go, you're stepping into it with your best foot. All right, let me know if you have any questions on that. I mean, I this is a big common one that I do here. It is hard to be happy in any job, in any position, when you're struggling with your sleep, when you're struggling with your energy, when your focus is off, when you're just trying to push through every friggin' day. It does not matter what job you're in. It's going to be hard. So take care of yourself first. Let's start dig dig digging into your burnout. Um, if any of you has questions, if you want to work with me, I do have 15 minute calls that you guys can hop onto just to start chatting with me and seeing if I can answer a couple of questions or if we would be a good fit to work with one another. And if we do feel so, then I do a two hour free coaching session with you that will get us started for you to really see what it is that I do. And for you to see if this is really what you want to do. Do you want to put the steps in? Do you want to take the work and do you want to dive in with me? And then after that, we just book individual sessions based on how often we plan on seeing each other and it's it's so there's no pressure so we have these 15 minute calls if you have questions definitely book one the booking link is in the show notes so go there if you're not sure yet you just want to maybe hear a little bit more from me as well i have my mailing list so you can go onto my email list i email out um every podcast episode that goes out, I send an email that goes along with it. And usually there's some personal stuff in that in there as well, or other stuff on top about burnout. So you can definitely go there and get more information, start doing more research, see what works for you. And if you do feel we would be a good fit and you want to get started, then book that 15 minute call. The link is in the show notes. All right. 
that is everything for today. I will see you in the next episode.